Hey guys, Danielle McCarthy here. Welcome to episode two of the It's Mum Time podcast. Welcome to It's Mum Time, a podcast that understands how much you juggle. With this show, you can be the best you at all times. Your host is clinical psychologist, Dr. Danielle McCarthy. She's here with tips and advice to make sure you take care of number one, you. As a clinical psychologist with a psychology practice and two kids, she knows just what it's like to have your hands full. So instead of being focused on everyone else, this podcast is your escape to ensure you're feeling your best. Time is too precious to forget about your own well-being. Now here's Dr. Danielle McCarthy. It's mom time. Hey guys, so welcome back to episode two of the It's Mum Time podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning back in and especially today on such an important important topic. So it's one I've become really, really passionate about and that is body image. So um, I probably wasn't as passionate about helping girls and women treat body image before for having kids as I was after having kids. It was definitely something that I was passionate about um, treating, don't get me wrong. It's something that um, I think is just such a big issue in today's society. Um, You know, appearance and body image and weight and size and shape and all of that stuff. It's so important and body image issues are just so prevalent um, today. So it was something that I was very passionate about treating, but I felt like that just got amped up to a whole new level once I became pregnant and had kids. Um, so I feel like it's it's that's quite a common uh, phenomenon for a lot of women out there. So whether or not women have body image concerns beforehand, um, you know, and you're forgiven if you do, they're so incredibly prevalent. Um, and I feel like it just gets even harder um, during pregnancy and post-pregnancy. And why? Well, because, I mean, our bodies are just going through the most incredible change that they probably ever will go through. Um, we're creating a life. And as part of this, um, it means that our bodies uh, grow and are stretched and are pulled and twisted and all of that in so many different directions that they've never been before. And and to a certain extent, most of those changes are out of our control. Um, I actually remember even looking, I mean, with my first child, you know, the whole thing around stretch marks and whatnot and, oh, prevent stretch marks and use this cream and use that cream, this will stop them. I actually read that um, there's actually no evidence for creams to prevent stretch marks, um, basically, but if they make you feel good, go ahead and do it. So I'm literally talking about, you know, these changes that happen to our body that are out of our control and there's not a whole lot we can do about them. Um, we can certainly try to stay fit and healthy and drink lots of water and all of that too. Um, you know, keep our energy levels up and whatnot. But at the end of the day, that belly is going to grow as that life does, as are other parts of us in preparation of giving birth. So um, yes, body image issues can become a real uh, big area of um, concern for mums. Um, And I know with myself, I had to go through certain um, ch- challenges along the way um, when I would also look in the mirror and see the changes that were happening to my body. So it wasn't all smooth sailing for me and I certainly had to challenge that inner voice um, that was showing up and saying certain critical things to me um, as I went through pregnancy 
and then post-pregnancy. So not only do we go through all these changes during pregnancy as we grow this amazing life inside of us, then we have the baby and then there's sort of like this expectation that we should just bounce back and I feel like that's so unrealistic and there's so much pressure on women to kind of get back into shape and, you know, um, have that belly gone in such a short period of time and I just think that puts such an incredible pressure on top of a a woman who is um, just given birth, gone through one of the biggest traumas of her life in terms of on our body, um, but then we're expected to bounce back and be back in shape in no time. And that just, it it grates on my nerves and it drives me insane, that pressure. And I really do believe that it's out there. I don't feel like I imagined it. I do feel like I felt it myself. Um, And so I can only imagine that other women feel it. And I certainly have had that reported to me a lot from mums. And it, it, yeah, sometimes it breaks my heart hearing mums who go through all of this and these, you know, incredible mums doing such an incredible job and then they're beating themselves off uh, up because they think that they weigh too much or that they're not into shape or they can't run as far as they used to, et cetera, et cetera. It, um, yeah, it breaks my heart. So that is why I'm here talking about this really, really important issue um, to hopefully get mums to start noticing um, what their thoughts or beliefs are around their body image uh, pre and post having a child. And um, are you, you know, treating your body with loving and kindness or are you being one of its worst critics and if you are being one of its worst critics are there some steps you can take to start being a bit kinder to yourself so what is my aim here um I guess my aim is that I truly believe that um no no matter what shape or size you are um I feel like you need to be able to come to a place where you can look in the mirror and you can accept that person that is looking back at you. And this doesn't, this is, sorry, this is irrespective of the number on the scales or the size clothes you wear, or whatever, whatever stage, size, shape you are. Um, it's about being able to accept that and look in the mirror and starting to um, shift this idea that appearance is everything and weight is everything because it isn't. Um, It is one tiny aspect of what makes us up to be who we are, Um, you know, and getting to, you know, starting to focus on all the other incredible qualities that we possess versus just appearance. And, you know, a lot of the women I see who focus a lot, uh, do experience body image issues, that's where they often have that disproportionate so they'll put so much weight and importance on appearance and not nearly enough on all their other qualities um, which often are just incredible qualities and I just sit there with my jaw on the ground at how they just disregard those and don't pay them nearly any attention so um, I want women to be able to start to embrace their amazing body um, for what it has done for them and when you are a mum your body has created. And I want you to just pause for a moment and really soak that in. It has created a life, another human being. It has not only created it, it has grown it for nine months inside of you. Isn't that incredible? It has grown it, kept it alive, fed it, grown it, 
And then it has given birth to it, however that was, whether it was through cesarean or vaginal birth, whatever, it delivered another human being. And then it goes on to keep that other human being alive. Um, you know, right, mum? All those sleeps, sleepless nights when you're up feeding your baby, nursing your baby, cuddling your baby, shushing your baby back to sleep, you are keeping it alive. You are soothing it. You are... Um, creating this incredible bond and making that other human being like feel like the world is a safe secure place to grow up in that it's okay to thrive and to grow like that is incredible and yet we will go and stand in front of the mirror and put all of our importance on appearance and on weight yet we totally disregard that we our bodies our incredible bodies have created grown and delivered another human being and that just astounds me um you know I never felt as powerful as I did before I gave birth to a child like never before have I been like whoa I am amazing like that was when it really hit me. And that for the first time in my life, I was like, I am incredible. Like how incredible is my body? And that I think that's really when it soaked into me, just how amazing our bodies are. Like I'd already, I'd always heard it about, you know, appreciating appreciating our bodies and how amazing they are because they can do this, this and that. But it wasn't until I fell pregnant and then had a baby and that human being came out, I was like, wow that is amazing. And I'd never been as unfit in my life. Like I've always prioritized exercise. So I'm not somebody who's very driven by appearance. I don't really care. I'll happily walk down the shops like um, with my hair in a messy ponytail, no makeup on, wearing like ratty clothes. Like that's never bothered me. I've always enjoyed exercise. I love that it gives me energy. You know, it actually makes me feel more awake, more alert, all of that. So I've always valued exercise, but never before had I been so unfit um, and essentially unhealthy. Never before had been so sleep deprived. Um, That was just a whole new level, but I never felt so amazing. And I'm not saying that that feeling continued, like it was quite easy for that other voice to creep back in and be like, oh, but look at your stretch marks and all this extra weight and rah, rah, rah. But there was moments there where I was like, wow, I'd never felt so amazing and so powerful before. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to be able to keep coming back to that whenever that voice shows up that um, puts too much emphasis on my appearance or my weight or whatever. I need to be able to get back to that other place and remind myself because it's so easy for that old voice to creep back in um, that focuses on those other things like appearance and weight and whatnot. So mums, you are amazing. Please don't ever forget the fact what, uh, forget what your body has done, okay? And the fact that you're amazing and incredible for doing that. Um, so what we want to do is we want to start shifting this dialogue around all the focus being on appearance and weight and body image. And it's so hard. I get it. And you know why it's so hard? Because we live in this society that puts so much emphasis on appearance. So we need to come to a place where we can rise above that and that no longer affects us. So we do live in this very appearance-driven thing. And I know as a mum, 
I was pregnant and, you know, you you don't always feel that sexy and amazing, but I felt like all the comments I would get would always be around appearance. So it would always be like, oh, you know, like, um, oh, it's a really big, I literally I've had from between the two pregnancies, I had anywhere from, oh, um, you know, oh, you barely put on any weight at all to, oh my gosh, you, are you having like a really big boy? Or are you having twins? Like I literally had the whole spectrum, um, but it was always very appearance driven. And then post birth post this incredible experience when I once I gave um birth I felt like it was just more like oh wow like you've shedded that weight really fast or oh you're looking really good or um or how much weight did you put on during pregnancy all of this stuff and it was really, really a focused on appearance and weight in particular. So I understand firsthand how hard it is because we do really live in this society that puts so much emphasis on it and the comments are going to flood in. Um, so we can't expect other people um, to change um, that. They're going to keep doing their thing. So we need to be able to come to a place in ourselves where we can rise above it and f- find that acceptance and uh, satisfaction from within. All right. You're not going to be able to expect to get this externally because unfortunately for the foreseeable future, society will continue to focus a lot on appearance and weight. So, um, this really has to be something that you start to develop within. So I do have a couple of tips for you guys that I know I personally found really useful um, in terms of changing that dialogue with myself and developing that body acceptance um, during pregnancy as well as after. And I want to talk to you guys about those tips and hope that you guys can get something out of them. So one of the first things I noticed that I did was I tried to build a lot of awareness around that internal chit chatter. Um, So I... I truly believe, and I know I say this to clients a lot, that the first step to change is building awareness. And I get so excited when I see that shift in clients, when they come back to me and they think that they haven't made progression, but I hear them talking about this incredible, like this incredible insight that they've developed. They don't actually say that, but through their dialogue and what they're saying, I'm like, wow, like you're so much more aware of what's going on inside of you than you were a week or two weeks ago. And I just feel that that's so incredible because then from that place, you can go and do something about it. You can Um, make change but before you've got that awareness how are you meant to change anything so for me it's always about developing that awareness first Um, so first of all you need to start to notice when this internal chit chatter shows up and what it's actually saying so what's going on inside of your head when you look in the mirror or when you put on an outfit, what does that voice say? Um, so we have so many thoughts a day, thousands and thousands, 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, I believe it is. Okay. Um, and in amongst those thoughts, there's going to be ones that are positive, ones that are negative, ones that are just absolutely absurd. What we need to start doing is seeing them for what they are, which is just thoughts. All right. They're not necessarily true. They're not necessarily false. They're just thoughts though. They're just mental activity. Okay. And just as one passes, another one will arise and another one. So we want to be able to start to notice this internal chit chatter, bring awareness to it, and then start to be able to see it for what it is, that it's just a thought. So for example, if you notice the thought pop up that I'm fat, you might want to say to yourself something along the lines of, I'm noticing I'm having the thought that I'm fat. 
Okay, that's going to allow your brain to start um, creating some space from it and start to see that, oh, it's a thought, not an action, not kind of be so fused and caught up with it, which is where it's going to really affect you and you're going to get swept away with it. We want to create some space with it and we can do that by noticing it and saying, ah, there's that thought. I'm noticing I'm having the thought that I'm fat. I'm noticing I'm having the thought that those stretch marks are disgusting, okay? Um, So this can create that space and help kind of reduce the intensity of the thought, which is good. And it can also help the thought pass a lot faster. The second thing I noticed I did a lot, and I'm not sure whether you you can probably see it coming a lot in uh, coming through a lot in the way I talk is um, having self compassion. Okay, so this is another area that I'm really really um, passionate about, and you will notice a trend. You will notice this topic pop up a lot through my podcast because I'm incredibly passionate about it. So having some self compassion. Um, so with with this, it's about showing ourselves the same kindness and love that we would to our child, okay, or a loved one, all right? Would you look at your child and say, oh my God, you are fat and disgusting. I really doubt it. Um, You know, we tend to be able to show loving and kindness to our children or a loved one way easier than we can show it to ourselves. okay? Or if you had your child come to you and say, mom, I'm fat and disgusting, what would you turn to them and say? Would you turn and say, yeah, you're right. You are, you're fat and disgusting. I don't know, what would you say? Okay, my guess is that you would say something that's quite gentle, loving and nurturing. Um, You wouldn't tell them that they're fat and disgusting. I, I would hope not anyway. Okay, what language do you use? How would you respond to them if they were having that same thought, that same belief? And then self-compassion is about being able to turn that same nurturing, compassionate, loving voice back towards yourself. Not an easy task, I know, um, but if we can start to be like, okay, what would I say if my child was saying this to me right now? And then be able to just start to contemplate those those words and ideas and see if we can start to turn it back towards ourselves. that's a really good start, Okay. The other thing I did try to do, um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's again, it's about building awareness about how much you actually do it before you um, start to try to change it, is refraining from comparing yourself to other mums. So <laughs> this is a big one, and it's one that's popped up because I've just heard mums talk about it so much. Um, it's so easy for us mums to compare ourselves to other mums, um, whether it's because we're, you know, looking, you know, for advice or support or what, we're just so incredibly critical of what we're doing and we start to, you know, look at other mums and what they're doing and compare ourselves and think that they're always doing it so much better um, and that the grass is always greener. But in reality, all right, so actually, in fact, you have no idea what's going on in another person's life you know, particularly if they're a stranger, you don't know the ins and outs of their life. You're getting one glimpse of them walking through the supermarket or at the playground. You don't actually know the day-to-day grind. And are they having a good day? Are they having a bad day? Because I will tell you right now, I, I, you know, I supposedly know, you know, all these parenting strategies and whatnot, but I still have my moments where I lose it and I don't manage things well, whether I, you know, yell at my child or my husband, um, you know, I don't always manage things right. Um, but, 
you could see me out at a playground and I might look like I'm absolutely killing it like in the parent department. But you don't see all of those other moments, all right? On the flip side, you could see me in the playground having a terrible moment where I totally flip my lid and I'm pretty well dragging my child out of the playground. That could happen too. You don't see all the other loving, beautiful, you know, moments of connection that I have with my child. Okay, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's life. You're getting a glimpse. You cannot compare yourself to them, all right? I I want more than anything for mums to start having confidence in themselves, in the way that they're doing things. I noticed that, you know, when we become parents, we get so much advice from different things and read this book and read this book and do it this way, don't do it that way. And I'm kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like maybe any way is right for the right person you know maybe that's right for her and that's right for her and we're all different um how I parent isn't for everybody but I have comp like for me I'm like oh this is me I'm gonna parent my way I'm gonna do me and I want everybody else to do them and I wouldn't say that my way is right for everybody it's just right for me because it's what's true for me and I just want that to be for mums as well um and same with your body image you like you don't know how much time or what they're support they have at home or anything like that to be able to prepare meals or exercise or this or that you just don't know so you can't compare yourself to other mums okay um so there I guess the three things in terms of the body image that I found useful so building awareness around my internal chit chatter catching that stuff around like ah you're fat or look at those stretch marks and sort of notice you know saying to myself hey I'm having the thought that I'm fat or I'm having the thought that those stretch marks are disgusting, all right? Um, Having some self-compassion, so showing myself the same loving kindness that I would show to my child and also refraining from comparing myself to other mums, okay? You do you, okay, and I'll do me. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's podcast. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week for episode three. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to It's Mom Time. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes. For more content on how to look after your health and well-being, look us up on Facebook at Mind Potential Psychology or on Instagram at Dr. Danielle McCarthy.